What's up, world? Welcome to the Melanin Money Show, the official destination for personal finance, entrepreneurship, and wealth building for melanin millionaires. We will teach you the tools, the tips, the tactics, the hacks, and strategies you need to learn to become financially free so that you can be the wealth starter and legacy lever for your family. And I'm your host, George Action Palm, accompanied by co-host Jacqueline Shattuck and Carter Cofield. If you're ready to begin your journey to become a melanin millionaire, tune in, take notes, and let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. And uh, as you can see, it's the fellas again. You know, y'all requested, and no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Jacqueline uh, had, a, had a family emergency, so we're, we're holding down the fort so we can keep bringing y'all this fire every single Wednesday, right? And rain, sleet, or snow. Y'all gonna get this work. Carter, how you feeling, man? Uh, I'm feeling good, and I'm feeling some of that rain, sleet, and snow because I'm currently in Chicago. And I figured by May, I was like, I'm gonna come to Chicago in May, man. You know, weather gonna be acting right, wrong, wrong. It's been like slushy, raining, and I'm just like, man, I can't wait to get back to LA. But other than that, man, I'm feeling good. Happy to be back again with another dope episode. Talk to the people, man. And um, yeah, yeah let's get it. Yeah, you already know. Um, guys, appreciate the love um on you know, Apple, Spotify, YouTube. We see the numbers incrementally climbing up. So, like, we are grateful. We see that y'all are tuned in. Feedback has been amazing. So we really appreciate it, guys. Um, like, again, this is kind of our, our, our labor of love. So when you guys share reviews, when you get feedback on episodes, it lets us know that uh, we're doing something right. So, guys, today, what we thought would be super, super dope is talking about seven steps to a seven-figure mindset. We both took the glasses off. So you know what that means. Uh-huh. If y'all watching on YouTube, serious. you know what I'm saying? Um, seven steps to a seven-figure mindset. Now, why is this so important? Now, the, the key is, is that people typically think mindset is fluff, right? People think like, oh, well, if you got a course, I think I heard Neo say it actually, like, what is it, like 2% of people that, that buy a course uh, actually go through the mindset module of the course. But the problem with that is, is people don't realize that your mindset is basically your operating system. So every time Apple, you know, pushes out a new iPhone, Right. You know, even if you have the actual hardware, what are they doing? They're pushing out software updates so that it can run better, right? And so when you gain new information, when you gain new perspective, that is tweaking your mind, which is your operating system. And that's going to dictate what you do, right? What you have going on up here is going to determine, even on the physical side, right? So, Carter, you know, you're posting the gym photos and the workout videos, right? <laughs> it doesn't matter how strong he is or how strong I am. But get you, when you on rep number 10, 11, 12, on set number four, what makes you keep going is here. It's not the bicep, it's the brain, right? Ooh, that's a bar, right? <laughs> it's not the biceps, it's the brain because you're telling yourself what to do, right? It's kicking into overdrive to say, you know what? I run the show here, right? The reason why David, people like David Goggins can do what he does, that's all mindset. I don't care how physically conditioned you are. That is mindset. And so we thought it might make sense to really dive in and share with you guys some of the things that really have helped shape our mindset to help us do a lot of the things we do. Because you might see somebody that looks like you, um, is similar. You might feel like you might be even a little smarter. You're like, man, why are they getting to it? And I ain't getting to it like that. Mindset, right? And so that's why we thought it'd be really good to talk about. So Carter, anything you want to add before we dive into the specifics of the topics? 
Yeah, I mean, my thing is this. You have to work on mindset before you work on skill set, right? Because I can give you all the keys, all the plays, all the strategies in the world. But if you don't have the mindset to implement them, if you don't have the mindset to stick with them, if you don't have the mindset set to truly execute, then it doesn't matter. So I'll, I've always been taught to build skill set, to build mindset before a skill set. Because once you have the mindset to do it, to, to do the things that it takes to get you to the next level, all you need is a good coach or, or instructor to tell you what to do. Right. The reason why right. one of the reasons why I'm just I'm I, I consider myself to be so successful and you give me compliments on this all the time. Like if you tell me to do something, I'm going to do it. And, and for me, I don't feel like that's that big of a deal. But right. I spent so much time building my mindset that when I understand that when somebody successful gives you a play to run, it is disrespectful to that person not to run that play and disrespectful to yourself. Right. So mm-hmm. but that's all a mindset that I built up over time. So I want to help people get that same get that same mindset, that same mindset in this episode today. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. OK, guys, well, we are going to get into it. All right. So the first one I'd like to start with, honestly, is massive awareness. Right. And the reason why I want to start with massive awareness is because you can't even begin to make a change if you're not very clear about where you're at. Right. Massive awareness. You know what I'm saying? So what does that look like from a financial perspective? It looks like logging in to everybody you owe money to. Right. And and facing the reality of where you're actually at. It looks like opening the mail. It looks like stop ignoring the 800 numbers. Right. It looks like checking your credit report once and for all. I mean, like, yo, like, let me be honest with myself. Where am I at? Let me log into online banking. Let me log into my investment account. Not, not the potential or the opportunity or the shiny ball that might be coming your way if everything aligns. Where am I actually at? Looking myself in the mirror, eye to eye, nobody around, right? Where am I? That's what it looks like from a financial perspective. From a, I always like to use the physical example because as you can see, you know, me and Carter like to take care of ourselves as well, health as well. It looks like standing in front of the mirror, but booty naked, right? <laughs> no filter, no angle, no special lighting. What do I look like relative to where I want to be? Because the thing is, you can do the filters, you can do the angles, but when you're on the beach, there ain't no filters, there ain't no angles, there ain't no Photoshop. Facts. You know what Facts. I'm saying? So it's like, you, so you got to keep, you like, you, you can lie to everybody else, but I'm begging you, don't lie to yourself, right? Yeah. So massive awareness, that's the first step. You got to get clear. You got to say, where am I? Because that's going to let you know where you are in the journey. And it's not for you to get discouraged. It's not for you to beat yourself up. It's to have clarity, right? Where am I starting from? It's like, if I want to go to Florida, how in the heck am I going to know how long it's going to take me to get there if I don't know where I'm, where I'm leaving from, right? I got to know where I'm leaving from. And that's the first step. Carter, any thoughts on that? Yeah, the biggest thing about awareness for me is that you can't make a change or you won't make a change if you don't know that a change needs to be made, right? One of the hardest things about convincing somebody is convincing them that they need to change in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. right? Like if, if you don't think you need to start working out, it's really hard for me to get you to start working out because you don't even believe that, that yeah. you need to start, right? The moment that you believe, the moment that you can see that, oh, my, I need to work on my finances, I need to work on my health, I need to work on my mindset, the moment that you realize that, that only and only at that moment can we actually start making progress. So I think yeah. the dopest thing about awareness is that in order for you to achieve it, you have to believe that you need to achieve it. Right. And that's why mm-hmm. I think this millionaire mindset, people understanding that you need to first shift your mind and the way you think to get to this millionaire level. Right. I think that's huge for everybody to understand. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Um, the next one is uh, massive accountability. Right. Because. Once you have awareness, once you know like what you need to do, why you need to do it, right? You need to have accountability, right? You need to have a system in place 
right? Whether it's somebody that you that you trust, that you want to share your goals with, whether it's joining up, we talk about masterminds and being in the room all the time. You need to put some system in place that can hold you accountable. Now, truth be told, system aside, you gotta, you gotta want it yourself because you can, at the end of the day, you know, nobody truly knows, like you can tell people what's going on. You could lie, like, unless they can log into your online banking, unless they, you know, you, you know, unless you look really bad. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stop. Cause I don't want to offend anybody. We live, we live <laughs> see where you're going with this. We live in interest, interesting times and I don't want to get canceled, but like you can kind of finesse your way through, right. If you're really doing, I was busy. I was productive. I got stuff done. Right. So at the end of the day, the goal is, again, you can lie to everybody else, but don't lie to yourself. So be accountable to yourself. Right. Be accountable to yourself. Like decide that this is what I'm doing. Right. And I think Carter says this oftentimes as well. Right. What's the consequence for not doing it? Right. We always talk about like, OK, well, we can we can be so attached esoterically to like what potentially could happen if I do. If I do this, I can travel the world and live life on my own terms. But what happens is you're you get so content with like your current circumstances that like at the end of the day, like when you don't achieve that, like you might, there might be a part of you that's sad, but it ain't the end of the world. Right. It's, oh, well, you know, I'm still doing better than so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like, we need to ask the question, what happens if you don't do it? Right. Who's what happened? Like, is, is your, is a kid depending on you? Is a family member depending on you? Are there uh, uh, people in the world that are being held back by your lack of obedience to your calling and commitment, like what happens if you don't do it? And that sometimes can be a bigger motivator than the esoteric things, right? And so just find that thing that can motivate you, that can inspire you, that can convict you to show up. I think I saw Tanya post something that was incredible. Tanya Rapley, shout out Tanya. She's already- Yeah, she posted the, yesterday, right? Yeah, posted yesterday. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, or last week as of this this one area. Yeah, so- um, and she posted something amazing, right? And we're not even talking, yes, this is a financial podcast. We're not even talking about money per se. We're just saying like, define what your ideal life looks like for you, right? And find that thing that's going to help you stay motivated to be able to find that feeling, right? Because it ain't about the money. It's like, it's a feeling. You want to wake up full of joy, peace, happiness, right? Fulfillment. That's how you want to, mind you, they ain't got nothing to do with a dollar. It's dollars in the bank account. Right. Mm -hmm. You want to wake up with those things, that feeling. And so if you want that, hold yourself accountable to get there. What's going on, guys? George Achenpong here, and I am the founder of Melanin Money, the number one brand for wealth builders of color. You know, I look at wealth building like a sport and every sport, you got to have a uniform. And so what is the official uniform for wealth builders of color? That's where Melanin Money comes in. So if you go to MelaninMoney.com and use code MELANIN15, you'll get 15% off your order of the entire store. And I think you're going to absolutely love our latest additions, right? It's literally a um, productized emotion of what it feels like to build black wealth, right? But you get to wear it. um, You get to share the world, like your hard work that you're doing on this journey of building wealth. And we can't wait for you to join Team Black Wealth by shopping melaninmoney.com. Absolutely. I'm a, I'm a big person on accountability. Um, and you kind of hit on like the, you know, the personal accountability, which is huge. But I also think it's helpful, especially for people starting out, is to find that accountability partner. I think one of the, I know for a fact, one of the yeah. things that helped me and my success was us holding each other accountable in our bi-weekly mastermind calls, right? It's like, all right, you know, I hold myself to a certain standard, but, but also I don't want to let my my partner down. Mm-hmm. I don't want to let my homie down. Cause like a lot of us, you know, to a fault, right. 
we'll let ourselves down, but we don't want to let our you know people around us down because we don't want to you know we, we, we want everybody to like us, we want everybody to trust us, we want everybody to cherish us. So we we so often let ourselves down and let ourselves down in private, but don't want to let anybody else down in public. So for those of you all that you know self accountability is not enough, have an accountability partner, or even better yet, make your social media page your accountability partner. So like if you have a following or, or even if you're starting a following, post what you're doing. One of my homie uh, B is doing a 66 day challenge where he's waking up every day at 6 a.m. reading a book and he has to post on his story every day about his day three out of 66, day four. And if you don't, like people going to be asked like, well, where you at? Like, you know, they say, hey, look, where you at? So I think um, using outside forces for accountability can be helpful, especially if you're starting out. So either find an accountability partner or whatever you say you're going to do, have the courage to post it on social media and have the people and have the people that follow you be your accountability team. I think if you do those things, that'd be extremely helpful. Sure, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the next one, very simple, right? Massive action, right? So once you're aware of what, where you are, once you're finally holding yourself accountable to, to the person that you know you want to become, you have to take massive action and immediately too, right? Because a lot of times people think like organizing or planning, like that that's doing something, right? That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's a start. That's a prerequisite, but you got to do something. And, and going back to the example of seeing somebody do something like, why are they doing it? I'm not doing it. Believe it or not, sometimes it's almost like blissful ignorance in the best way possible. It's like, it's almost like you're so smart. You're too smart for your own good. Like that person, all they know is like, I want to get this done. Right. And you here, you are thinking about, man, I got to have this perfect landing page and I got to have this graphic design and I got to have like, you're overthinking it. Right. And so what ends up happening is you plan to plan and you don't ever get anything's done. You go get the shoes and say, well, I got to get the new shoes to run. Or I got to get the new uh, workout clothes to work out. But no, you can drop down right now and give me 20 push-ups. You can, right. Like your body, the body weight workouts, honestly, be, be, be a lot harder than a lot of the other stuff. Get on that pull-up bar. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I say that to say, like, stop waiting for perfect conditions and just act, right? The best time to do it was yesterday. The right. next best time to do it is right now, right? Ask anybody in real, ask anybody in real estate, when was the best time to buy property? They're going to tell you 30 years ago. The next best time is right, right. now. Nah, nah. And I actually just right. read something the other day, man, um, that really, I, I knew this, but I read it again. It really helped me just understand the psychology behind it. Some people don't, under, you know, some people only do stuff based on like science and psychology. So there's a law called the law of diminishing intent, the law of diminishing intent, which says scientifically, the longer you wait to implement something, the less percentage chance that you will actually do it. So for every day that you wait to implement that idea, it drops a few percent on if you're going to do it, right? Five days, 5%, 10 days. You got to look, it's going to be a 0% chance that you're going to accomplish something. So you have to, like, I, I look at it like numerically, like when I'm supposed mm-hmm. to do something, like every day that I don't do it is a, 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 a lower likelihood I'm ever going to get this done, right? So I'm always in like a, a rush or a panic to get things done because I know every day I wait is a, a lower likelihood I'm going to do it and a lower likelihood that I do it the less successful that I'm going to become. So again, I act on um, now stands for no opportunity wasted. I have to right. literally move on everything the moment I get it. Um, and then you get into a flow of like, yo, action, reward, action, reward, action, reward. And then it becomes natural. But if it's not natural for you now, understand the law of diminishing intent and how it's going to affect your future reality. Absolutely. And to give and guys, here's the thing I, I, I tell people probably at least once a week, like my friends who like, 
want to accomplish stuff and get stuff done. I'm like, remember, life is a stage play. God only gave the vision to you. Nobody knows if you messed up on your lines or like what the play is supposed to be about, right? So it's like, just because you don't have the, the, the best version or iteration of what you feel like it's supposed to be long-term, you can present to the world, right? The today version, right? I think I always like to give the analogy that Charlotte Douglas Airport, it has been and will be under construction for the next five to seven years, right? Um, how many times have you moved into an apartment complex or a, or a housing subdivision and they said, hey, the pool's coming or this is coming? How much rent or how much mortgage payments would they have missed out on if they're like, well, we got to wait until everything is perfect, everything is done. And I said this on a previous podcast, you can live in the house while it's renovated, right? So it's like, remember guys, you can start where you are, do what you can, use what you have. Stop feeling paralyzed by perfection, right? Perfection is really... A fancy way to procrastinate. That's all it is. It's like, oh, well, I'm not. Only reason I'm not doing this is because it ain't. No, you just found a fancier way to procrastinate, mm, right? So start where you are. I know because it's original bar. You know what I'm saying? Ah, uh, you go. It's original series. <laughs> Actually, it's original series. Don't ever play yourself. Uh, um, but nah, um, yeah. But just give yourself great. Like, hey, look, nobody knows. Nobody knows what it's supposed to be, right? Carter might one day want to turn the the tax-free living ebook into a hard copy, like physical book that he can take to his conferences and stuff. Maybe he will. Right. Um, but right now it's an ebook. I mean, how much money would you have missed out on if you waited till you turned it into a hard, a hard copy? Right. Yeah. right? Or, or how many, how much money would you missed out on to whatever update I'm sure you made to the ebook or the course since mm-hmm. it went live? How much money would you have missed out on? If you're like, well, I don't, not yet. Cause I know it's some new tax game. I don't know yet. Uh, and I want uh, yeah. I want it to be I wanted to I wanted to be the, the master tax course and no one you know every no one could ever say they have a course this beautiful, right? How much money would you have missed out on? How much? I'm sorry, forget the money. How many lives? Five, there we go. You have not been able to impact, right? For waiting, like somebody in 2021 needed them tax savings. Somebody in 2020 needed them tax savings. There you go. Right. So you gotta you gotta act now, man. You gotta act now. Yeah, and I and that's huge, man. That's and I think everybody needs to needs to matter of fact, y'all write write one thing since this is an active podcast to we'll give y'all a checklist of things to do. Go ahead and take a moment to write down one thing that you know you were supposed to been acted on, but you mm-hmm. haven't acted on yet. So go ahead and write that down. And and um you can email us and let us know what that is at podcastmelanamoney.com. But we need to um act now. So write around one thing you need to act now and, and then we'll we would be interested to see what that is. Um see so, so the Absolutely. next thing I, I can introduce the next thing because this is kind of one I brought up to you earlier before we before the show. And so I recently I recently read this book called Eat That Frog, right? And since I read the book, I've been implementing the tactics and it's been just many you know early I'm sorry early it's been revolutionary for me. Uh, early on in the implementation, right? So basically eat that frog means when you start the day, knock out your hardest slash most important task first, right? When you start your day, knock out your hardest slash most important task first. And that's the concept of eating the frog because often what we do is we procrastinate the thing that we know we need to do. We procrastinate the hard things. We get to the end of the day, we're tired. We never do it. We put it on our next to-do list for the next day, right? So I want to encourage you all that with, with one thing that, majorly successful people and the millionaires that I know do, they do what must and they do what needs to be done, right? And they do it early, right? Why they have the energy, why they have the mindset, why they have the, the courage in the day to do it. So um, for me, I look at, so I don't, I believe in not starting your day until it's finished. And what I mean by that is before the day starts, the night before you need to write down your big three tasks that need to get done, right? Big three, 
of what's the, what's the biggest hash you need to get done. And then now I'll put them in order. So the number one is what I call the frog. And I eat that the first thing of the day. And what I've noticed is since then, no task has gone undone. Because before then, some tasks would fall off the next day. And I'm like, okay. But I now know that if I do that frog early, the other not only is it done, but it gives me confidence to knock out the other two of my big three tasks. So I want to encourage everybody to eat the frog and eat it first thing in the morning. I did. Awesome. So quick question to you, asking for a friend, right? Um, given that, because I haven't read, that's one book I'm familiar with, the, familiar with the concept, I haven't read the book. So eat, doing the, the most important thing first. So does that mean literally first, like for example, let's say you typically work out in the morning first, but you know, you and I working out such a habit, we're going to get it done. Whether it's eight in the morning or eight at night, it's going to happen. Um, so is it is it truly like, if it's something that you know that there's a potential that it might not get done, you got to get it. That's the first thing you do when you wake up beyond like breakfast or whatever, or just first thing from a working perspective, like whenever you start your work day. Yeah. So for me, I interpret it as first thing from a working perspective, because I, you know, we all have our routines, right? I, you know, I do my morning routine, which is an hour. Mm-hmm. I then I go to the gym, which gives me like the, the, the anchor for the day. But like when I sit down at that computer, right? First thing, it's already, it's already listed in order. You know, I, I know exactly what I got to do. There's no procrastinating. Yeah. One of the, one of the best points in the book, <laughs> and I love this, it said, if you must eat the frog, don't stare at it too long. Right. Like if you got to eat more, more disgusting, the exactly, longer you stare at it. Exactly. If you don't got to stare at it too long, if you know you got to do it, let's eat it tomorrow. Let's eat it tomorrow. Just, just, just yeah. do it. Right. Don't try to put season yeah. on it or whatever. So uh, I love that part. So when I sit down, I don't think about it. I don't think about what, you know, I just knock it out and I look mm-hmm. up. Oh, that wasn't, and then that wasn't so bad. Now I can knock down the rest right. of my day and my day is pretty easy. Yeah. And, and what, what I can, now that I have that perspective and context on what, what that means, what I can say is an easy way to figure out what your frog is is you might be thinking, well, what is the most important? Look at your calendar. Look at those that thing that you keep from my iPhone users. I can't speak to Android users. What's that thing that you keep? You know how I go press, move, press, yeah. move. You keep uh-huh. moving it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Next thing you know, it's next month. Then it's, you know what I'm saying? What is that thing? Move it to the top of the list. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have a personal financial advisor that you could ask questions to, to help you navigate, you know, spending decisions, help you, you know, figure out investments that make sense for you to help you achieve financial success. Well, you no longer have to wonder that because we created that inside the Melanin Millionaires Club with our flagship feature, Pocket Advisor. With Pocket Advisor, it's just like it sounds. You have an advisor right in your pocket where you can ask a real expert, real questions in real time to help you navigate your journey towards financial success. So if you want to learn more about that, click the link in the show notes, go to melaninmoney.com forward slash pocket advisor to learn how you can get an advisor in your pocket for less than $2 a day. Right. That thing, whatever those things are, move it to the top of the list. And also just ask yourself, like, we all know this. What are those things that can truly move the needle for me in life? Right. Like I, I, I put things in, I stop looking at things as obstacles and start looking at them as opportunities. So for example, let's say that there's this new skill set that, you know, let's say trading, everybody likes trading and investing, you know, man, this, this could change my life. Right. Like if I learn this for real, for real, some of the screenshots that I've seen, assuming they're legit, because you know people be finessing. But like assuming they're legit, if I learn this, it can change my life. So instead of looking at the obstacle of being temporary and comp- temporarily incompetent, not knowing how to do it, potentially failing at it in the beginning, um, having to learn a new skill, focus on the opportunity. Like if I learn this, it might give me the money to complete my job, to stop doing things that no longer serve me. Like, because those those things are gonna pull you. Right. But waking up to be like, oh, my gosh, I got to learn this thing that I'm not good at. That's going to be we're human. 
right? So you, I think I heard somebody say the other week, you got to hack yourself. I think it was on David's, one of, um, who was it, Darius, who was on David's podcast. Mm-hmm. He's like, you got to hack yourself, right? And what he meant by that is like, if you're a creative person, whatever, like don't try to change who you are, figure out how I can do stuff that aligns me to get more of what I want, right? You got to hack yourself. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to change who you are, but you got to hack yourself. So it's like, if you know you want more of that and technically doing this hard thing can get you there, don't focus on the hard thing, focus on where it's going to get you, right? Mm -hmm. Completely reframe your mindset on sacrifice. Don't focus on what is lost, right? Focus on what you're liberated from. Don't focus on the obstacle, focus on the opportunity, right? Don't focus on um, the interruption to your regular schedule, focus on the invitation to a completely new life. Oh, right? that's hard. That's what you want to focus that's on. Hard. That was hard. That, that, was, hard. that was my bag on that one. Yeah, uh-huh. I heard you. I heard you, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, so that's how you want to think about it. Because again, that's mindset though, because nothing has changed. All you're doing is reframing and reprogramming your perspective about it. Is the glass half full or is it half empty? 90% what happens to you, 10%, I mean, 90%. 10% what happens to you, 90% how you respond to it, right? Mm-hmm. It's all mindset, it's all perspective. So we gotta stop thinking this stuff is fluff because when you really do it, it can be transformative, right? So let's move on to the next one. I think we are at four now. Mm-hmm. Let's give you the fifth one. Um, no, this is simple. No negotiations with yourself, right? Mm. And so let me tell you why this is so important. So Carter say, what'd you say? You don't start the day until, what'd you say? It's finished. Okay, until it's finished. So you, you say, when the day's finished, you say tomorrow morning, I'm waking up six, seven, whatever, whatever time you want to wake, wake up, five. I'm doing those three things, right? That's, that's what I said I'm going to do, right? So when tomorrow rolls around and it's, and just say you want to get up at six and it's 5.50 and the alarm goes off, you don't sit there and say, oh, well, you know, technically my first meeting ain't until seven. Like, you know, I could probably like no, no negotiations with yourself. Because I'm saying how crazy that sounds. The reason why that's crazy is because you literally decided and dictated something that you know is for your own good. And you're negotiating against yourself. For right? your best benefit of yourself. Right. For the benefit of yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Right. And so once you determine this is what I'm doing, it's no negotiations. Like it's done. Right. This is happening. Right. What Kobe say? Job not finished. Yeah. Right. Like once you decide. Right. There is no more negotiations because what happens is human psychology is this. We can be our biggest critics, but also our biggest cheerleaders our biggest forgivers. Right. Yeah. So like when you don't do something you're like, oh, oh, my gosh, like I probably could have did that. No, I could have, you know, went to that workout. No, I probably should have ate that ice cream. Like you'll be down on yourself. But instantly. Right. Humans also are quick to forgive themselves. Yeah. Right. Like you got to commit to you. Right. No negotiations, no matter what, because if you can do that, that can be transformative, especially when you're the one setting the standard. It ain't, it ain't like, you know, mom and dad saying you got to go to bed at this time or whatever. Like you are deciding. So how crazy does it sound when you're negotiating against the benefit of this of yourself that you dictated? Now, it's one thing if like you hired a personal trainer. Right. And, and they're trying to coach you into something, even though that's for your benefit, like you necessarily maybe didn't dictate the workout. You might not want to do that workout. But like, in this case, we're assuming that you're the one dictating what you want to do. So the last thing you need to do is to be negotiating with yourself. And the most dangerous part about negotiating with yourself is the mantra of how you do anything is how you do everything. So if, if you negotiate with yourself out of doing that last set, then you know, you're going to negotiate yourself out of sticking to that mm-hmm. diet. You're going to negotiate yourself about calling that client. You're going to negotiate yourself out of um, starting that business, you're going to negotiate yourself out of quitting that job. It's going to be a, it's going to be a 
trickle-down effect to the, the, the to the ultimate demise of what your life what your life could be, right? right. So the thing that scares me the most is that um, you know when you when you when you start negotiating cutting corners like it becomes a habit. You start cutting corners in every area because it's like people think, oh, well, if I do this, it's not going to impact everything you do. Impacts everything else that you do, right? Everything you oh. do impacts everything else that you do. So for me, I try to negotiate myself the most when I'm like, I got to do my 30 minutes of cardio in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, man, I know I don't really got to do this, but like what happens? What's the trigger down effect, right? Am I going to not take that meeting? Am I not make that call? Am I going to not do that task? But like, we're not starting this. We're not starting this, uh, this, um, this downfall at 7 a.m. this morning. We're not doing that, right? We're going to keep this right. up as long as we can. And uh, Kobe has yeah. an amazing video of just like, I'm not negotiating with this for myself. I, this is the workout I said I'm putting in this, this winter. Th- th- then that's it. Like that's, it's done. And I'm like, you know, again, his mindset was just crazy. Yeah. Crazy. And to Carter's point, like the thing is this, like you got to remember the, the, there's the scientific element to the human body, right? Obviously we were all divinely created, but there's also a scientific element that kicks in too. So it's like when you, your brain is powerful. When you, when you say, I'm going to do this and you do it, it gives your brain this confidence like, oh, we do what we say we're going to do, right? It kicks in, it literally kicks out endorphins. It's a feeling that it kicks out when, you, when you're accomplished, right? Like y'all, y'all know, y'all felt it before, right? Conversely, when you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, the brain is a self-preservation mechanism. So get, what happens is it starts to lower the vibration of expectation for who you are because it doesn't want you to become too discouraged, Right. It's like, mm, George, you keep saying he's doing this, but he ain't doing it. So like, let me, you, you, you're going to start, stop aiming for certain goals because your brain is saying, yourself down. Like, you're going to, exactly. I don't want to keep feeling let down. So how do we do that? We shrink ourselves, right? Because you don't want to keep, I'm telling you guys, this is, this is real, right? So like when you keep missing the mark on things that you set, say that you're going to do, you're going to shrink yourself, right? And you can't even help it. So it's very important that you got to commit. So if in the beginning, it might be small wins, right? It's like if someone hasn't worked out in a year, I wouldn't advise that you start doing two-a-days or doing 30 minutes on a Stairmaster and a strength training workout, right? But it's like decide and be honest with self-awareness, what you can commit to and stick to it, right? Commitment starts with showing up. And then once you show up consistently, then you can show out, right? But you can't expect to show out if you don't even show up. Right now, now me and Carter are at the point where it's like, we can't go through the gym and go through the motions. We're not going to get no gains. Right. Mm-hmm. We got to go hard. I go to the gym right now with a guy, Kyle, shout out to Kyle. Um, and he's, you know, he's just now getting into it. Right. So I could, what I could do is I could do the same weight that he's doing. It looked like a boss. Like, dang, gee, like you basically lifting it with your pinky. No disrespect yeah. to Kyle. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but like, but he sees me struggling too. Why? Because I know that we're for where I'm at relative to what I'm trying to achieve. I, it's not about it's not it's not about it getting easier. It's about me getting better, right? About me getting stronger and pushing myself, guys. So you got to set that standard for yourself, whatever it might be, so that you can achieve what you're trying to achieve. And before we move move on to the next point, I think I, I want to harp on that a little bit more. Don't compare what you do with the people around you are doing, right? Don't say, "Hey, all my other friends are not working out, so I don't really got to work out." All my other friends are not working till nine nine p.m. or none, none of my other friends are not reading every day. Their goals are not your goals. Their mm-hmm. aspirations are not your aspirations. And one of the things I heard at my last mastermind was when your failures are everyone else's successes, that's how you know you're doing something right. Mm, right? So when your, goal, when, your, when your failure, because you had a two and a half million dollar goal, but you only hit two million, you failed, but it looks like a success to everybody else. 
right? So I don't want you to people bringing their expectations down to what the people around them are doing. That's a fact. You know what? To, to, I, can't, I can't leave that point without also piggybacking on this one. Um, comparison will neutralize your passion or paralyze your potential, right? And here's what I mean by that. So if you compare yourself to someone who you don't have contact, you're on chapter one, on chapter 30, it's gonna, it's gonna neutralize your passion because it's like, dang, man, like, matter of fact, we talked about, I think we joked about it on another, another podcast where, you know, uh, Neo, you know, had a million dollar month or something or one million dollar day or whatever it was. And somebody was like, you only had one of those? Like, that's, that's, that's candy money, right? Yeah, and so yeah, it's yeah. like, if you compare your, and again, it depends on who you are, like, we're driven. And I, when I'm, when, when like somebody tells me about something, like, I'm okay, I'm on your ass. That's not for everybody, right? I still stay in my lane. But like when you compare yourself to people who might be really, really far ahead of you, then it neutralizes your passion because you're like, well, what's the point, man? I'm working hard. I'm doing all this. It seems like no matter what, I still can't catch up to that. You know, it said you should get a health checkup at least once a year. My question is, when's the last time you had a financial health checkup? My guess, it's probably been a while. And that's why we created the Wealth Health Score. Whether you're financially out of shape or financially elite, the Wealth Health Score is going to tell you exactly where you stand and what things you can do to get into the best financial health possible. So visit MyWealthHealthScore.com to get your score today. So now your, your passion for what you're supposed to do has been neutralized. And then conversely, you ever seen a team where they play down to their potential, like, you know, like the team and the team ends up catching up, right? Because, you know, they like got lazy, right? It paralyzes your potential when you are comparing yourself to somebody behind you. Cause it's like, well, shoot, I'm doing better than so-and-so, right? That don't matter. Your potential is over here. It don't matter if you're doing better than so-and-so. So you can't comparison on either end of the spectrum is terrible because either going to neutralize your passion or paralyze your potential. And so you got to make sure that you stay in your lane. Shout out to my, my bro, Curtis Walls. He had the gym. He just opened up in uh, Camp North in here in Charlotte. You versus you, right? You versus you. You come in there, it might be somebody squatting 315, 405. It might be somebody squatting 185 or, one, or 135. But relative to where, where, where you are and what you're trying to achieve, you know, it's all about you. Are you better than the version of yourself yesterday? And if, that, if the answer is yes, then you're on the right track, right? Facts, facts. Yep. Honestly, even though this is a mindset, I was kind of like wondering beforehand, like I feel like this is going to be one of our, our better podcasts just in terms of like takeaways because this is really yes. what starts the engine. You can have the Ferrari, but it'll never leave the garage if you, if you don't, you know, if you don't have, uh, if the engine doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you got to make sure that your engine, i.e. your mind is optimized. All right. So as we get close to wrapping up here, we got a couple more points. Um, It takes what it takes. This is a simple one, but a good one. Um, So sometimes you'll see people, I mean, maybe it's for clout, but they'll see, you see people doing workouts on Instagram and it's like, backflip off of a box, crazy muscle into a squat, no. into a squat, right. burpee, yeah. <laughs> All sorts of stuff, right. You might be thinking to yourself, damn, is that what it takes to, to, look, to look good? The answer is no, right? But the truth of the matter is most people think that they can overcompensate in certain areas to not have to work hard in other areas. The truth is it requires you to work out, requires you to have great nutrition, um, get decent sleep, mitigate your stress. Like there's certain things, right? You can't say, well, I'm stressed. I'm going to eat like trash, but my workout going to be crazy and it's going to cancel out. No, it takes what it takes, but that works on both ends. It means you don't got to do nothing crazy, right? To, to get to your goals, but it also means you can't miss the mark on other fundamentals. It takes what it takes. You can't skip the process, 
right? You can't jump over no matter what. You can't think that, oh, because I got money, I'm going to buy my way into a room. You can buy your way into the room, but if this ain't right, right? Or you don't do the work, you just, that's just an expensive room that you're in. Cardi, you in a mastermind. Have you ever seen somebody join a mastermind where- There's people in the mastermind they find- that, that, that they paid the same amount of money as everybody else, but they didn't, they don't get the results because they're, they didn't work on their, themselves enough, right? You can't just pay yourself into, because like, like you said, you know, you can pay the most expensive trainer, bro, but if you don't got the, the mindset to do the work, it's not going to work. Right. Yeah. You can't skip the process. It takes what it takes. So like when you're looking at what it's going to take, like I like to do this in business. Like, so, you know, I use this project management tool called Monday. And one of the things I had to start doing was like, okay, this is this thing I want to get done this month, but what are all the supporting things required to do it? So sometimes we, we attach ourselves to the results, but we don't necessarily look at the work. Right. So it's like, okay, well, I want that. But when you, after you go through the process, do you ask yourself again, do you still want that? And it's okay to, to, to reimagine the truth. For example, let's say you, you want to be, have not a single digit body fat. You want to have a six or eight pack. Right. And you say, okay, to get, that's the result. All right. I got to drink a gallon of water a day. I got to hit, hit these macronutrient targets. I got to work out four strength training workouts, seven cardio workouts. Um, and I can't eat this. I can't like now ask yourself again. Do you want the six pack? Because here's the truth. Your actions will tell you what you actually want, right? You can say, you know, we can say all day long, I want a million dollar business, right? I want a six figure business. I want this body. Okay. Well, show me the work, right? Because you want the result. You don't necessarily want the work. And that's where self-awareness comes in, right? You might be like, oh, I mean, the APEC is cool. But I just want a flat stomach and a big chest. And that's mm-hmm. okay. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? But you, but you have to actually be honest with yourself. You can't lie to yourself. You can't, because what happens is you'll keep being defeated. It goes back to the point I was telling you about because you're telling yourself one thing, but your actions are represented in another way. And so you have to have self-awareness about, you know, the truth, right? If that makes sense. Uh, any, any point you want to add to that, Carter? No, I mean, I think, I think you hit it all uh, in, in that regard. I, I think people being honest with themselves and, and asking themselves, do they actually want it? Um, it it's huge. And if you do, your actions better show me. Absolutely. Right. Your actions will show me. Period. Like, it's like with personal finance. People say, oh, I want to be, I want to be rich. Uh, I want to be financially independent. All right, let's log into your online banking. Where your money? I, don't, I haven't seen one transfer to nobody's brokerage account. I see yeah. all this money on food. I see all this money on, on shopping. Like, hmm, your actions ain't telling me that. Like, I had to push back. Oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a client, so I can't speak. I can't speak uh, on it. But I had to push back on somebody recently. And I was like, no, you're, no. Like, you can do this. There's room. You just don't, your actions are saying that you don't want to. That's fine. I'm not here to paint palm trees in your picture, right? This is your, this is your beach, right? How, how clear and blue the water is? Like, because my beach is, my, my beach is lit regardless. So I'm not here to paint palm trees in your picture. You got to tell me that that's what you want. Yeah. You know and what I'm saying? She's like, hey. I, I just heard this the other day at the mastermind. This guy was like, man, he said, show me your social group, your calendar, and where you're spending your money. And I'll show you what you want out of life. Right. Mm, show me who you're hanging hard. with. Show me what you're planning to do every day. Show me where you're spending your money. That's going to tell me what you really want out of life. So those of you all in this room, listen to this podcast, you know, think about your, your social group. Think about what you look at your calendar, where you're spending your money at that. Those actions are going to show re- what you really want out of your life. You know what I'm saying? All right. What's up, guys? Have you ever been just like chilling on the couch and trying to find something to watch on Netflix and you're browsing, you're scrolling, and you just can't seem to find anything that you either one, haven't already watched or just doesn't seem that interesting? Well, I have the solution for you because if you're listening to the Melanin Money Show, then I know that you care about taking your financial life to the next level. And that's exactly why we created Financial Flicks. 
So instead of Netflix and chill, you can financial flicks and chill and you can find on-demand videos across personal finance, wealth building and entrepreneurship. And right now you can test drive financial flicks for just a dollar by clicking the link in the show notes. Go to melaninmoney.com forward slash financial flicks and check out all of the on-demand videos we have, plus all the other features that you'll get access to by joining today. That's a fact. And the last one, guys, we do have a quick little bonus one. Um, but the last one is um, terms and conditions, or as I like to call it, life operating system, right? So the big, you know, the biggest lie in America, Carter, do you happen to know the biggest lie in America? No, I do not. I have read and agreed to the terms and conditions. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. No, you haven't. You scroll down. I don't, I don't think I've ever in my entire life read any of those. Fully read the terms and conditions, yeah. right? But ultimately, we trust whatever the platform or vendor is, and we agree with our signature or with our checkbox, right? So we, we blindly agree to everybody else's terms and conditions, but have never yet set terms and conditions for ourselves, right? We've never set the terms and conditions for ourselves, Right. The terms and conditions are a legally binding contract, right? So what terms and conditions do you have for yourself, for your life, right? What is your life operating system? What are your non-negotiables, right? So that way people know how to interact with you. Like Carter said, he knows his friends know in certain group chats, like if we, there's certain things we're talking about, like might as well remove me from the group chat, right? You train people how to deal with you based upon your terms and conditions, we all have two types of friends. The friend that we know is always going to be early and we show up and the friend like, we're like, oh, I can, I can drag my feet a little bit because that, that dude ain't never on time, right? We all got those two types of friends, but you end up training people how to deal with you based upon the standard that you set for yourself, right? People know, the people know certain conversations not to bring to Carter, not to bring to George. It's not, it's not happening. It's not because we're, we have egos or we're here is that people just know what our terms and conditions are. Same way you don't walk into Chick-fil-A and ask for a burger, right? You got to set your terms and conditions because that dictates, right? How you navigate your life, right? Stop agreeing to everybody else's terms and conditions and not setting up any for yourself. Yeah. And I, and I, I, love, I love the point that you, uh, something that you always say to me is hilarious. Like if somebody comes at you incorrect or whether it's a business partner or a friend or, or anything like you have to look, don't get mad at the person. You have to look at yourself and say, what am I doing that made that person think that that was okay? Right. Right. And even relationships, whatever, like somebody do some OCD, you're like, what, it, you know what, let me stop thinking about them. And what have I been doing to make them think that that was okay? Like I get, and this is, you no, know, this is just something I, I, I personally don't like, you know, people calling me in the middle of the day, not, talking about anything and it's like Bro. you know what it's not your fault what do i do to make you think i'm not busy and that i can actually have this phone conversation right now right right so saying those terms and conditions like yo, i'll answer the phone between 10 and 4 and like you gotta be okay with that because that's my lock-in time right i'm my first hour of the day i will never touch my phone right you can't get in touch with me that first hour that's a term and condition that I set for myself and everybody else has to fall in line around that right so i think that you know, again, terms and conditions are so important. Like, what are some non-negotiables that you have in your life? What are some things that you're not willing to sacrifice, whether that's the gym, whether that's investing, whether that's, you know, whatever. But you have to have some things that you're not willing to negotiate in order to take your life to the next level. And you can see all these, a lot of these things are really intertwined, right? Um, and that's why we shared it this way. Like, this, they're not like one-off, right? Like, for, for it to really make sense, all of these things are kind of interconnected, which brings me to my last bonus point 
is if you are currently a member of the Melanin Millionaires Club or if you've been interested in joining the Melanin Millionaires Club, when we first launched, that was one of the first things I wanted to make sure that the community had is a template that you can kind of take and make it your own. But I wanted to share my personal terms and conditions, my life operating system. You have a champion's checklist that you can access. Um, so the champion's checklist is basically the way that you actually keep up with it. So the way that it works is I look at in life, there's only three objectives. Either you hit the target, you uh, miss the target, or you exceeded expectations, right? So when you look at the things that you wanted to do in a day, I wanted to work out, I wanted to call this client, I wanted to market this ebook, whatever it is, yes or no, right? Because where people get lost is, oh, but I was productive today. Well, relative to what you said you were going to do, how does that measure up, right? Like people in business do it all the time. It's like, oh, well, I got a lot done. I, got, I worked on this, I worked on that, but did you make money today, right? You're a business, you're a for-profit organization. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you did stuff. So this keeps it very binary, very black and white. So we have that plus a bunch of other resources. All you got to do is hop into Melanin Millionaires Club. I think we still have a dollar trial going. Um, so melaninmoney.com forward slash join and you'll automatically know how to find it. It'll be a part of your welcome sequence when you join. So I wanted to make sure that that's where we started. Again, mindset. Mindset is everything. So guys, hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, please let us know um, if you enjoyed it as well. And let us also know like, you know, what is that one thing that you're finally, like Carter said, that you're finally going to do, right? That thing that you know you should have been worked on and post it on your stories and tag us, right? Accountability. See, it's all intertwined. Decide what it is, post it on your stories, tag Melanin Money. Um, yeah, just tag Melanin Money. Keep it simple. Tag our Instagram page. We'll see it. And we're going we to screenshot it, right? Because then we're going to know you who you are. Accountability. In about, in, in about 60 days, 30 days, 30 days, we're going to check in. Yo, how you, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? So tag that goal in your stories, tag Melanin Money, and we're going to hold you accountable publicly. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Peace. Peace. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. If you like this episode, please do us a huge favor. Leave us a five-star review. And if you're not already, subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend because we're providing this valuable game so that you can level up as an aspiring melanin millionaire. Again, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week.